What the Actual Fork podcast is co-hosted by two intuitive eating registered dietitians, yours truly, Sammy Previtt, owner of Fine Food Freedom, and Jenna Warner, owner of Happy Strong Healthy. We can't stand diet culture bullshit and love keeping it real. Our mission is for all humans to believe that they are made for so much more than chasing a smaller body. We are also here to share with you that food can be fun and pleasurable again. Although we are medical professionals, we are human too. We are not afraid to share our deepest, darkest secrets and how years of our lives were taken by diet culture. We started this podcast so no human has to feel alone in their journey towards food freedom. So get comfy and join us for a casual convo where you can expect to laugh, cry, learn, and grow. Hello, welcome back to What the Actual Fork podcast. This is Chelsea Schaefer, podcast manager. I'm here to intro another off-season repost. We're kind of nearing like our halfway mark to being done with the repost and starting season three of What the Actual Fork. And I'm personally so excited to get this new season started, but we do still have some unreleased episodes ready to release in this off-season Um, So it's not just reposting, and we do still have some surprises for you. So this week, we are reposting our episode with Shauna Monet Spence, aka the viral creator on Instagram and registered dietitian, um, The Nutrition Tea. I know you know who she is. I absolutely know that you've seen all of her viral posts, and this episode brings some of that fun that we see online into real life and into this episode and I know for a fact you're gonna laugh your ass off it's gonna be really fun and I can't wait for you to listen so without further ado we'll get into the episode please rate and review the podcast on Apple podcast and also rate on Spotify we really want this podcast to just reach as many ears as possible because I don't know anyone who doesn't need to be kind of saved from diet culture even just a little bit So thank you for listening. We love you with the actual Fork fam and enjoy this episode. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we were so pumped and I know Jenna will probably be squealing. (laughs) At a moment. moment. Um, Because we had the nutrition tea on Instagram. You may recognize Miss Shauna, um, who we were so excited to have on because she's like, I feel like she's a superstar dietitian. No, she is. Like she yeah, is that's what I mean. Like she's famous. Like she's famous. I literally, when you sent that email, so Sam connected with Shauna on via email to get her on the podcast, and I literally was like, "Am I see? Am I reading this correctly?" Like I was so excited because as we talk about in this episode over and over and over again, I mean, everything she posts it makes you stop and think. Like, mm-hmm. and what she explained in this episode today is that like she's not censoring her post in a way where she's trying to go after a certain message it's legitimately these are conversations she's having with clients and people and friends and thoughts that she's having that she's sharing because they're real and relatable um and it's working <laughs> because she is absolutely gone viral on social media and is continuing to just grow and impact so many people yes and so We covered tons of things, definitely kind of veering into her social media and and really looking at all those posts. 
But one that we, we took a lot of time to discuss is the big question of, should I eat organic or not? <laughs> so we're not going to go into it in the intro, but I think that is, that wasn't our entire conversation today, but I, I she took it there and, or we took it there with her. And then yeah. I said, no, let's stay here. Let's stay in this <laughs> for a little bit. Like, I, I want to keep going. <laughs> yes. Because now when clients ask us, should I eat organic or not? You bet your bottom dollar that I'm sending this podcast to them. 1000%. Um, and it's so relevant to you and I, I mean, we've talked about this a million times, but you know, even when we were not non-diet or not anti-diet dietitians and working in a grocery store, I don't, I know because I worked with you, we never recommended organic even then because, and I don't want to like ruin the punchline of the middle of the episode here, but you know, there's just, it's, it's trendy, right? It's dripping in glitter and gold. And that's why people think that it's superior, but it wasn't eight years ago when we were working in shop, right? And it's still not. <laughs> so like, and she does a really great job of explaining why. Um, and it's definitely something that everybody needs to listen to. Yes. And perfectly slotted because tomorrow is Halloween. And so should your candy be organic or not? That's a great question. I think you know the answer if you've been a listener for a while. Um, but we'll let Shauna take this one. Welcome back to another episode. Today we have Miss Shauna with us, otherwise known, I think everybody knows her as the nutrition tea <laughs> on Instagram. The greatest um, name on Instagram. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jenna is very starstruck. She told me that a week before we came on, as well as when we came on. Um, but Shauna is a registered dietitian. She's based out of Brooklyn, New York. She labels her as the eat anything dietitian, which we absolutely love. Um, and I learned this on your website, Shauna, but that she actually had her BS in, fa in uh, fashion merchandising um, yeah. and was actually in the fashion industry and totally decided to take a huge career change, go back to school, is now involved with food policy, public health. She sees clients all over the world virtually um, working in the health at every size, haze, uh, paradigm as well as intuitive eating. So thank you, Shauna, so much for being here with yeah, us today. Thank you guys. I'm excited. <laughs> Has your Instagram always been the nutrition tea before I get into all of our quest our rapid fire fun? Yeah. It I feel has. like that name is like so incredible. <laughs> oh, thank you. And it's so funny because it took me a while to come up with a name. Like I didn't know what I even wanted my Instagram to be like. So if you like look at the first few posts, it's very like all over the place. And then I finally like figured figured it all out. But yeah, I was just like, well, people need the tea on nutrition. So the nutrition tea. <laughs> it's so perfect. perfect. And you. I think that, I mean, when you say that now, like you didn't figure it out. I mean, now, as we said, before we started recording, like Sam and I have a conversation each week before we have mm -hmm. a guest come on and we were like, which post of her should we talk about that went viral? And then we started looking and they're all viral hits, <laughs> because you really do drop the tea on nutrition in a way that is so relatable and consumable, digestible, all those words. Um, so we're super excited if you can't tell that. <laughs> but I'm going to kick it off with our little rapid fire. And the first question is really not fair unless you throw a curveball at me. Uh -oh. Would you prefer coffee or tea? 
Oh, actually, I mean, coffee for sure. Even though I know it's so funny because my name is the nutrition tea, but I'm such a big coffee person. Like I I can't do a morning without like (laughs) very confusing. I know not on brand, very not on brand, not on brand. (laughs) How about vodka or tequila? Tequila. Okay. Snow or sand? Sand. Wine or beer? Wine. Okay. My favorite question of this like new wave of questioning, pumpkin spice or peppermint mocha season? Oh gosh. Uh, I know. Um, <laughs> know. It's really hard. Yeah, that is hard. I, yeah, yeah. Um, what should I go with? I think pumpkin spice just because I know that's such the, like the basic answer, but even though I love like the peppermint, but I'm just going to go with pumpkin spice. Oh gosh. <laughs> I love that too. It's in my heart. I had somebody DM me today too and said, I agree with the pumpkin spice answer. I was like, thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> I feel exactly. that so deeply. Um, okay. Next up crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Oh, well, I'm allergic to peanut butter, but almond butter smooth. Okay. And I'm allergic to almond butter. We're opposites. Um, (laughs) We've never never had anybody with a peanut allergy on here yet. You're our first. We did did have Fiona Sutherland just dropped a bomb and was like, I don't like peanut butter. And Jenna and I were like, I was taken back by that one. I feel like I'm like in the minority with that one. Like, even though I'm allergic, everyone's like, oh my God, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> You're like, yeah, me too. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm exactly. actually allergic. <laughs> yeah, can't control that. In my household right now, we currently have two jars of peanut butter with our initials on them because each morning we'd go downstairs and be like, who finished the jar of peanut butter? And we were blaming it on each other. So now we have a race to see who finishes first. And oh it's, it's really tight over here. But anyways, <laughs> last question. If you could have anything in this world in limitless quantities, that's not money, what would it be? Oh gosh. Um, hmm. Shauna's like, I wish I didn't come on this podcast. These no, questions. I just like, I love these things because it's like, what would I want? Like, limitless quality. Um, this is going to sound very superficial, but I would love to, or maybe this might um, fall under money, but I don't know. You tell me. Like, just um, a way to travel, like, limitlessly. Yes. Um, maybe I can say airfare so it won't fall under, like, money. <laughs> Because I guess it still like falls under money, but I would love a way to like travel um, without restriction. I guess especially now the fact that there are so many restrictions on us. That's that's maybe why I'm thinking of this, but um, that's that's the answer I'm going with. I love that. It's a perfect answer, and it's so fun to get to know you in new ways like this too. And you know, I know we have so much we want to go over today, but one of the other things that like I love that you should, like filter into your profile is your love for dance too. Can you tell us a little about that? Oh yeah, and I actually I love well, I love dance. Yeah, I know. I was like, how do I? So I actually started late. Like I didn't start when I. Well, that's not true. I did start when I was younger, but I really got into it when I was actually a teenager. And that was sort of my way of expressing myself. Like, believe it or not, I am very much an introvert. And um, so that was kind of like how I used my creativity and expressing. And I just loved it. And I just continued on doing it. Like, obviously not professionally, 
but it's just like a way that I can like still sort of um, find balance, especially now, you know? Um, it's hard now because I'm used to being in a studio with like people and not just like in my apartment by myself. So I definitely miss that, but it's still like a really great connection for me. And I find that it's, you know, especially now when um, I feel like all of us need some sort of mental break, that's sort of my way of doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a beautiful form of joyful movement, um, for sure. Yeah. So this kind of goes with Jenna's question, and maybe dance ties into this. But and I know I opened with letting people know you were in the fashion world. So mm -hmm. one of our favorite questions to start with for every dietitian or person that we bring on is like, "What is your story? How did you get to where you're at right now in this field?" Because clearly you did not go into your professional career saying, I'm going to be a Hayes dietitian. So what, like what got Shauna to where she is today? And you can take yeah. 30 seconds or 30 minutes to answer this question. Oh, you okay. go whatever way you want. You're okay. the boss. So, um, yeah, like you said, I definitely started on fashion, um, not even really knowing, like, I did not know what a dietitian was even like when I first began my career and I was in fashion for, wow, this is gonna be like dating myself, probably like eight years or so. <laughs> um, yes, I am old. Um, and so I just, it wasn't for me. Like I, I always kind of say that that's kind of why I joke around like on my profile or on my bio when I say like, I got a BS, like, I hope people get that. Uh, most people do. I got it. But um, yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> got a BS in fashion merchandising, but um, you know, it just wasn't really, I didn't connect with it. Um, it was fine, but, and of course, you know, being from New York, it seems like the career to do, you know, it was like very in your face, right? But um, I kind of started looking at uh, nutrition, maybe three or so years before I decided to actually take the plunge. And it really just came down to me being interested. Like I, I kind of had bouts with like body dysmorphia myself, definitely fueled by dance um, and also sort of eating disorder and I was kind of just looking into nutrition and things like that. And I became interested in it and not even, you know, I did not know what intuitive eating was. It was really just overall nutrition. And I just started like connecting with it. And then I just happened to meet also a good friend of mine through dance. One of her friends was a dietitian. So she started just talking about the fields and I was like, that sounds really cool. But again, that would require me to like quit my job, which was essentially like a career for me. And I was like, you know, doing pretty well. So that's pretty scary. And, um, you know, I started taking the classes because fashion and nutrition are like two like <laughs> polar opposites, right? So of course, like taking all the science classes, I just started doing, I was still working full time. And then I remember just saying, you know what, let me just apply to grad school and just see what happens, right? Um, and then, of course, still thinking, I don't know if I'm going to actually take the plunge. Then I actually got into grad school. Um, I went to uh, Hunter College for my grad degree in nutrition. And I was like, well, this is a sign, if anything. So then, you know, and I did the whole thing where I quit. I, you know, went back to school, um, got my master's in nutrition, then, you know, did the whole like uh, internship, which we all have to do, of course. 
And then I still didn't really get into the whole intuitive eating. I did not know what that was. Um, you know, I kind of went with what we were all taught in school, right? The numbers. Um, I was still counseling based on BMI. I was still counseling like weight loss, like, you know, all that thing, you know, all that stuff that we're taught, right? And it kind of, um, it wasn't until last year, really, where I started realizing what intuitive eating was. I actually, um, last year in Fancy, right? I actually uh, went to uh, Evelyn Triboli's um, like conference. Mm -hmm. and, that, and that was only because um, I just went with like dietitians that I was, you know, I didn't even know who she was. That's so embarrassing. Um, I did not know who she was. And I was like, what's intuitive eating? And then I remember like her, her whole um, session, I was just like blown away by it. And then I started looking into it and then that started getting the wheels turning. And then I started thinking like, this is really a good way to counsel people. Um, you know, why am I looking at BMI? Why am I like telling people, giving people a meal plan, you know, with calories, like that's ridiculous. Um, and so that's sort of how it sort of spiraled. And um, now, yeah, that's kind of like how I became the way I am now. <laughs> that sort of like led into it, but yeah. Oh God, I hope she's not listening. She didn't know. <laughs> that's so bad. I was like, no. oh my God, I didn't know who she was. <laughs> no. There should be no guilt or shame for dietitians <laughs> not knowing about intuitive eating because we're not freaking taught intuitive no, eating exactly. in our internship or in college, right? Um, it's not mm -hmm. a like a required. You have to actively seek it out. Yeah, like, exactly. You actually have to like to know it to find it. And I was at Fancy last year. I had the flu and I didn't know it. And oh. I missed that session and I was crying. Like I was legitimately like, it's the only one I wanted to go yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> the room was packed. Like my friends and I, we sat on the floor because it was so packed and it was like one of the larger um, expo rooms yes. too. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it was, it was really great. That's what I wasn't there and I was so sad, but my intern was there and she sent me a picture of the room and she was like, yes, like, and I heard like there wasn't a seat in the house and people were sitting on the floor and like, yep. it was like the Super Bowl of presentations, but that just shows how much our field like wants that growth and mm -hmm. it, it's so inspiring and it's just it proves like to hear you say like you watched her speak you heard the message and it mm -hmm. completely made your career like change yet again like how you're mm -hmm. what you're rooted in and what you're counseling and that's that's so profound and that's that's amazing yeah, because I mean, you know, it's not just, and you know, people disagree with this method. You know, you see like uh, some interesting things, right, on social media. Such a nice thing to say. So what you mean is you see bullshit on social media, I think, is what you're saying. You're allowed to like, swear. get me to keep She's, talking, and I'm just going to like you say the it all. ballerina version of that. <laughs> some interesting concepts. <laughs> but yeah, and it's, it's so funny because people will always come back with, my favorite is instead of just like disagreeing, right? People will always be like, well, where's your article or where's your or citation? And I'm just like, oh my, God. like you're going to read it anyway. What am I digging up citations for? Um, so, but it's, that always happens whenever myself and anyone really posts about intuitive eating or like haze, it's like, well, you know, they'll, 
they'll go on and on. And then, but intuitive eating and haze are backed by science also, like their studies. So, which, you know, they wouldn't read because that's what they do. Um, so, but that's the thing. I don't think people realize that. It's not just us saying like, be in tune with your body, you know, it's more to that, you know, yeah. but yeah, it's backed in science. So I, I just want people to know that. So like for that to be emphasized as well. So this week I teach a, um, or I'm, my company has a group coaching program. And after each week session, we ask for questions. I do a Q and A and one of the girls in the group this week had the best question. And she, it was actually a reflection after listening to our intuitive eating episode with Evelyn, just mm. saying like, she's filled with rage over the fact that she doesn't know how to trust healthcare professionals. And it started this incredible conversation just about inherent biases and how doctors and nurses and dietitians are humans and people, but then we go deeper and like dietitians aren't taught this. Like the ones that are teaching it now have to actively like unlearn first relearn and then do the work themselves in order to share this message with the masses. And, you know, I think that hearing you speak and thank you for sharing that, you know, you've struggled with whether it was body image or whatever it was in the past related to dance, like you've done this work and can now share your mm -hmm. story. But there are so many people out there that are trying to blend the two still oh, gosh. and haven't yeah. done it. And it's so hard. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really bad. Like, I don't want to, I mean, I'm not going to drop names, but I see, I definitely see like other dietitians who still try to say, well, you know, I'm not, I'm anti-diet or, you know, I, I do intuitive eating, but you're still promoting like weight loss. You're still, or like weight loss as the goal. And I'm just like, that's not the same, you know, you can't do that. Or same thing with like calorie counting. I saw one post one day, um, where she was giving, she was advertising her meal plans and they were like 1300 calories. I was like, girl, like, <laughs> are you counseling toddlers or adults? Like what, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> so yeah, so no, like all of us, you know, all of us dietitians, we're definitely not all on the same page, you know? Um, I'll, I will Look say Look at Sam's that. face. <laughs> keep it going, keep it going. No, but I, I it's just... It's so true. There's so much out there that it's, yeah. Jenna and I were just talking about this on our weekly chat this week is that it's, it must be so confusing to be on social media if you're looking for a dietitian because totally. of this, right? Mm -hmm. And like, you had a great point, Shauna, that like now so many dietitians are jumping on the anti-diet bandwagon, but mm -hmm. then as soon as they have to support body diversity or fat positivity or health at every size, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I said I was anti-diet. I didn't say yeah. I was like, you know, health at every size. And you can't have intuitive eating without health at every size. Exactly. Exactly. And so we have a whole episode on splinter assing, one foot in diet <laughs> culture, one foot in intuitive eating. It was eating. like a personal session for yes. me because at the time I was, I pulling them straight out of my ass. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> if, for anybody listening who's like, oh, I think that might be me, go back and listen to Fiona Sutherland, the mindful dietitian talking all about splinter assing. Yeah. Um, it's, fabulous but but I think it's important to note and we you know we also Jenna and I share our stories which sound very similar to yours Shauna that like mm -hmm. we were those splinter assers before right like because mm -hmm. we were taught diet culture so it takes exactly. the unlearning and then relearning and sometimes you like are in both 
But once you've been actively called in kindly and realize <laughs> the harm that you're doing and it's still being done, well, then it's just, that's just exactly totally an ethical agree. issue. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. So how do you deal with the haters on social media? Oh, because God. when you post, <laughs> I can imagine, I mean, I tried this week really to not get lost in comments because I was really like spending so much time reading like comment wars for the past couple weeks, I feel like. Yeah. So I really tried to avoid that, but I feel like your posts get so many comments. I'm hopeful that they're all positive, but I'm sure <laughs> because you share so much stuff that is so like, it, it makes you think, right? Yeah. Like your posts make people stop and think. And uh -huh. that's why you are viral in every sense of the word um, on social media. But how do you deal with, or how do you choose to deal with, you know, the people that either just don't get it or are just trying to start on your page. Yeah. It's like, it's so funny because I, so here's my thing. I saw, I forget who said this. I think I saw this on Twitter and I, I want to give them credit. I just don't remember who said it, but this like summed it up perfectly where people are starting to view social media, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. They're starting to view it as them going into a retail store where the customer is always right. Mm. And it's like, no, you're not you are on someone else's page. Mm. So therefore you are a visitor. Like you can't just say something and then expect a refund. Like that's not gonna happen, <laughs> okay? So it's like, yes, that's your opinion, but it comes down to um, when someone really like, I get that we can all disagree, you know, that's fine. But when someone is actively trying to get a rise out of you or, you know, they'll say something um, really nasty, um, that's when it, that's when it goes to like a whole nother level. And at first I used to kind of be petty. Like I would always just sort of answer when I could tell it was obviously a troll too. I would always just answer like, okay, thank you for stopping by. Um, you could have just kept scrolling, but now you're like commenting and contributing basically to the algorithm. So thank you for that. <laughs> And then that would stop them. And I was like, Shauna, you're just being really petty. And honestly, sometimes I do, I still do that because let's face it, like <laughs> it's your store, right? Like it's my store. Right. Um, <laughs> it's like, so I still sometimes do that because I love it when people are just like, because the comments that always get me, I didn't like, like, this is on my feet and I didn't appreciate this. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. Um, <laughs> that's what I want to say. But, or sometimes, honestly, when it's just a really nasty comment, and, you know, especially now, I feel like there are a lot more trolls. Um, we're in a very interesting time politically as well. So there's just a lot going on. And honestly, I'm just not afraid to block. Um, you know, I, I use the term uh, block and uh, be blessed. Um, so it's just like. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you do you. Um, but I'm not afraid to block. I know like people will say that's such a cop out. I'm like, no, it's not. Because it's not only for my mental health, but there are a lot of people that come to my page. I'm realizing now um, who are in uh, recovery, like eating disorder recovery. And it's so important, especially when someone posts something that's fat phobic or that's, you know, just whatever. Um, it's important for me to protect them as well. And I can't, honestly, I can't get to every comment because there are a lot of comments, 
Um, but the ones that I do see, and if I can, you know, do something about it, I, I just deal with it right away. And I'm not afraid to block. Like, I'm just going to say that right now. If I Love feel that. like you're attacking, like not just disagreeing, but if I feel like you're attacking, I'm just going to block. So that's <laughs> disclaimer. I love that. And the retail store comment is so I, I true. can't take credit for that. I don't know who said that. I, I we'll can't take credit find for that. that. It's yeah. so yeah. good. It's so, yeah. so good. The customer is not always right. Yeah. So I'm I want, house. I'm going to, Jenna, and I want you to do this too, because I know you have her social pulled up. I, I do. I want to say my favorite post. And then, I, or, and I know it's hard because there's so many, but I want to ask Shauna where she got her like inspiration behind this. And oh, I remember sure. I actually reposted this one and I think it like went viral on my page again, because it was your work, of course, <laughs> giving you credit, but it said, I've decided I'll never get back down to my original weight. And I'm okay oh. with that. Six, right. pounds, <laughs> six pounds, seven ounces, just isn't that realistic anyway. So <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Um, yes. so where, like, where did you come up with like posting that or how did that thought pop into your head? I just want to ask. I love you it. You know, what's so funny. It's just that when people talk about getting down to their original weight, like, well, first off, I like to, so I definitely, um, feel the need to like give nutrition advice, but I like to keep things very light and humorous if you can't tell. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> right. Um, so I, whenever people say things like, I want to get back to my original weight, or that was my like fighting weight or whatever, like your original weight, like was when you were born, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so that's kind of what, and I'm not making fun of people that, um, you know, like, cause I get it. Like diet culture is very weird mm -hmm. and it's, you know, wrapped up. We sometimes can lose ourselves. So I understand this need to always want to lose weight. Um, so I get it. But at the same time, when people say things like that, that's what it sounds like to me. I'm just like, you want to get down to when you were born? Like that's, that's very tough. <laughs> um, you know, so, <laughs> so I kind of like to use humor, um, whenever, as much as I can, you know, um, so that's sort of where that came from. <laughs> well, I think that really stops people, right? It's a way of yeah. like, and again, as anti-diet intuitive eating dietitians, as we always like to say, we're not anti-humans losing weight. Like right. everyone has full right to body autonomy. It's just, we know the harm that's involved with chronic dieting. So we're mm -hmm. not going to prescribe it. But, um, but I think that that post like went super viral and I loved it because just like Jenna said earlier too, your posts really stop people in their tracks. It makes them laugh, right? It makes them have that emotional response. And then it makes mm -hmm. them think like, Ooh, I've said that before. Like I want to mm -hmm. get back down and hmm, let me, let me be curious about this. So I love that. Yeah. Like, what does that really mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. I yeah. also just like need to give you credit because putting words on those like pegboards is really freaking Oh, hard. I know. It's so tough. <laughs> Really I did. Are. I did a poll once because I was like, "Do people actually like this?" Because I was like, "Maybe I can stop doing it." <laughs> it's like, and then people really liked the letter boards, and I'm like, "Okay, so I guess I will keep going until people tell me like, this stop. is my Sunday activity." <laughs> <is> and <laughs> yeah, and it's it's so funny because like literally, it I'm so used to it now. It doesn't actually take long. Um, that's that's what's so sad is that my body has adapted to this. 
I think there's like three that I've loved the most. I'm trying to find them all on here, but I love the one about Whole Foods. Um, oh just gosh, your food yes. Because that was very controversial. Very that was recently. so controversial. Um, and I, and that topic is not something we haven't really discussed on this podcast, but that was such bullshit. I mean, let's, oh do let's do it. Let's do it. Bring it in. I know. <laughs> because it's like, that just sort of, sh- and the reason, and you know, I, I try to post stuff like that, not often, but I will keep doing it. And I, I always take, <laughs> I always need to take like a deep breath because I know the reaction it's going to get. Right. Right. There's two, just, there's two very distinct, distinct. possibilities. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it just blows my mind because people are still so wrapped up into their own world because mm-hmm. I post things like that. And even though I always say, if you want to buy organic and non-GMO or whatever, that's, that's fine. you like, you do you like, that's your money. I like my whole point is because, you know, I do still work in public health. Like there are people that can't afford that. There are people that don't have access to grocery stores. And I don't think people understand that. Like even, you know, someplace like New York, their food, or it's not called food desert anymore. It's called food apartheid, right? Mm-hmm. They're still very much prominent and people don't get that, you know, cause I always get the comment, it, it never fails, right? Well, I'm not rich and I shop at Whole Foods and, you know, I can budget. I'm like, and that's right. what the CEO said, Good for right? You. Like, exactly. Right. Like, exactly. that was like, what? Like, where do you live? Exactly. <laughs> like, it, it just like blows my mind. Like, that's how people are. And, it, you know, even if I wasn't working in public health, like I just don't understand how someone can assume just because they have access to something, everyone else does. Like that just, that mentality blows my mind. And I always, and it never fails because that always happens where someone will answer like that. And I'm just like, great, I'm glad you do. But like, you know, someone else does not. (laughs) Um, Even if there was um, a Whole Foods, don't you understand that not everyone has your budget? Like, you know, so it's just all these things. And um, uh, another thing is that people will always argue, well, you should be concentrating, instead of tearing organic foods down, you should be concentrating on making them accessible to all. I'm just like, why? Like organic doesn't mean better, right? you know? So why would I spend my time on that? <laughs> well, like, what am I spending my time on? And first of all, again, this is not customer service, okay? But <laughs> like, like stop telling me what to say um <laughs> I love that. those are the two like arguments that that always come back and that's why I always like to t- I need to do like some yoga breaths before I like press post um because I know it's coming I relate I know, exactly and the thing is that I I feel very strongly about it so I'm not going to like stop um, so unfortunately, if you're listening and you expected that, that's not happening. Um, because it's, you know, like it is what it is, but yeah, it's important. Uh, it's so funny too, because back <laughs> Sam and I both used to work in a grocery store and yeah. we, I mean, back in the day, that was the years that we were in there was like when the dirty dozen was becoming like, oh, and the clean 15 was like the thing to teach people. And it was even then like to us, like this doesn't make sense. 
like what what do you mean wash your fruits and vegetables like what do you mean exactly people just want to cling to something and it's the same thing with juicing like why do you need to drink nine pieces of celery at one time when you could or like you wouldn't eat that much like exactly you know it's just Uh, it's I think it's the education behind the choices that people just don't want right? Like they just don't want to waste their time. They just want to do it because it's better. And I I think that's where we get stuck against these walls. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or it's like someone promoting it. Usually it's like celebrities or like influencers and, you know, people kind of run with it. So when someone, you know, like when a celebrity who is kind of, um, you know, like who looks great, right? I'm not gonna, not dropping names this time because <laughs> there are many of them, right? So like they look great and they'll say, well, I eat clean, right? That's another phrase that drives me nuts. Like I eat clean, I eat organic only. And so people look at them and they're like, oh, they look amazing. So I'm going to eat just like them. It's like, okay, but do you know that this celebrity also has like a personal trainer? They also work out probably like four times a day, right? They have nannies taking care of their kids. So they are living stress-free. Like all of these things that they don't take into consideration, they're just seeing, well, they eat organic. So I'm going to eat organic. It's like, there's more to it than that. And organic isn't superior. Like organic still uses pesticide. Not going there, but you know, anyway, it's just like, it's unnecessary. (laughs) I feel like I'm rambling now. Like, no, no, I love it. Organic is unnecessary. (laughs) I I agree. I, I agree with all of this. And I would actually, if it's okay, I would like to go there. So yeah, I would love, because of course, I think we're talking a lot of, to the trolls and I want to kick them out of this conversation. So I want you to <laughs> imagine, because you know that there are people that are genuinely like curious, right? Or like yeah. um, Jenna was saying, like really do lack the education. Maybe mm-hmm. some don't want it. But for those who come to you and say, Shauna, like, should I spend more money to get the organic produce versus the non-organic how do you like phrase that to them and and what would you say to them i always say um first of all like look at your budget because if they have let's just say it's someone with unlimited means right who knows um and they still you know so me saying well you know it's all about like your finances that's not going to appeal to them and i don't want to also, like, I know I just went on like a whole rampage, but I really don't want someone to feel bad if they buy organic, like it's your choice. Like that's, that's kind of the point of like all, whenever I post stuff like that, it's your choice. Like it's your food, whatever. Um, but for someone who is generally concerned and who maybe, you know, they they feel guilty. I always say to them, you know, there is, there isn't as far as health reasons, a difference between organic and non-organic foods. You're, you know, I'm pretty sure they think that organic is, you know, pesticide-free, grown on like, I, I can't even imagine. Diamonds. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to picture like, uh, like fields and like, you know, like glowy things. And, you know, it, it's not like, let's be honest. Um, they're still sprayed organic foods. And even, um, you know, they're always quote like studies. Well, uh, this chemical is found on, you know, non-organic foods. And I'm like, okay, great. But first of all, everything you eat is a chemical, right? Everything you drink is a chemical. So I always say that. Why does the word chemical scare you? You know, like water is made up of chemicals, like everything. So, good. so 
that's another thing that kind of makes people think a little bit because it's also the wording, right? Processed, um, you know, chemicals, uh, what else? Natural, like these kind of like words that people just run with. So it's very important to see also where they're kind of getting this thinking from. And then, you know, it's very important to also say, yes, some things do have chemicals or the ones that you're scared of, but organic foods will also have a few chemicals on them as well, but you're not eating a bulk in quantity um, where it would actually affect your body. So then, you know, that's generally what it comes down to. They're afraid that eating all of these things are um, not good for them, right, body-wise. So I kind of put it that way too, where it's like you're not even eating enough where it would affect your body if something was on it. And plus, I, I'm going to guess that you are washing your fruits and vegetables, right? So if something's on it, um, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> that's what it comes down to. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That was so perfectly said. And I think it really just comes down to wording, labeling, and what is out there, right? Like the big accounts are posting, like you said, their organic foods and the why Mm. behind it for them. And it's, I posted something once that said like the healthiest food you can eat is the one that you have access to. And people were like, I don't get it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Of course. Of course. (laughs) I'm just going to sit here and just like, I'm going to try this again later. (laughs) Sometimes that's what you have to do. I'm just like, I I can't, I don't have the energy right now. I'm going to tap out for the day and I'm going to come back another time. But like, I think that when we can really be like crystal clear about that and like understand that Mm -hmm. if you can't, if you can't get it, right? Right. Like it's not better for you. Like there's just, there's a huge disconnect there, but I love the way that you just explained that. And I think it's going to educate the trolls and the population that we want to reach. So thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. Well, it's funny because those trolls will also... I have many of them as well. I think we all do. And they'll we try all to, do, yeah. They try to turn it back on you. Well, like you're, sh- you're shaming blah, like me for blah, blah, blah. Totally. And it's for like, wanting to lose weight. Yeah. Or for wanting Always. or wanting to eat whole foods or whatever. And like back to what Shauna said, it's like you do you, you have full right to whatever you want, but mm-hmm. you sitting there on a high horse telling others that they need to do this, that is not okay. And that's where right. we draw that line of it educating people exactly exactly totally Uh. I get stuck sometimes I don't know if either of you can relate to this though is like I hear that and then I'm like but my way is right I know (laughs) no totally totally I have yet to do a post and this is going to sound so bad and so like egotistic but I have yet to do a post that I regret (laughs) like no one you know even when someone brings up maybe a point maybe about how I said something in the caption then I'm like oh okay I didn't think about that but as far as the idea no like I stand behind what I say you know um and I think we we all do because we all are thinking along the same way and you know that's super important so I, I never will see a troll comment especially and someone you know and where I'm like oh god I wish I hadn't posted that like no <laughs> sorry <laughs> But I think that just, that's a testament to, like you said, what you are doing. You're so rooted in your message, like, and Mm -hmm. no matter what, like you have those roots, that foundation, and that's a good thing. Like, I don't, 
I don't think that's a bad thing at all. And I would have to agree with that. Yeah. If you go back to my page before I knew what intuitive eating was, <laughs> those posts I do regret, but that's only because they were <laughs> same. Yeah. yeah, those were diet culture posts. But yeah, anything from Evelyn Triboli on, then we're we're good. <laughs> we're in the clear. Same. I like look. Sometimes I go all the way back. I'm like, what were you thinking? I was like so all over the place because I had no idea what I wanted to do, and I, I was I did not even think that I was going to be on social media a lot either because I I never was into it, and I was just like posting my food, like what I eat in a day. I was like, oh god, girl, what were you doing? <laughs> so. But it's so refreshing. It's so nice. I mean, we've had so many dietitians on here with a similar story and it's just mm -hmm. so amazing to me. And I know I can speak for Sam too, that like we've all found like our voices, right? And like, totally. I was never confident in my voice when I was spewing diet culture because I hated myself, right? Like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm like, laughing at that, but that was great. That's a great No, like, but it's quote. true. Right? Like, it's just like, you're what you're a statistic at that point. But like, I'm looking at you two right now, like two super strong voices on social media and the other like guests that we've had on here with the similar stories. And it's like, we've found our space and our voice and we feel confident in it. And like, there is no shame in this game anymore. No, <laughs> like, definitely not. You just have to. And people always ask me too. I, I get this a lot. And this, this is going to sound bad because um, it's always like, well, how did your social media become so big? And I, I, and it sounds like I'm lying, but when I say I do not try, um, I just literally post whatever I'm feeling, or sometimes it will be after I talk with a client and they'll say something and I'm like, oh, they had this thought. So maybe other people do. So I'll post along that line, um, it just comes to me. And I think that's very important as, even if you're not a dietitian, right? Like when you have a strong belief in something, like stick to it. Like that's how, you know, that's how you really find your voice and others will follow. So I'm a big believer in that. I love that. Yeah. I love it. So we usually wrap up our episodes with like we called it our nutrition tipsy. Not anymore. So, you didn't even say the, the name of our podcast episode when you introduced the podcast episode. I don't know if you recognize I that, did. Sam. But I did. And <laughs> we're rebranding. We're rebranding. We're going for it. Yes. <laughs> but really what we want is, I mean, we talked about a lot of different things today and you can take this wherever you want it. But for, for people who are kind of wrapping up this episode and listening, if there could be like one big takeaway that you want them to walk away with, what knowledge bomb do you want to drop on them right now? You know, I, because there's so much um, misconstrued thoughts with like anti-diet in general and haze and, you know, intuitive eating, it's all sort of wrapped up in one. And, you know, and I've said this before many times, like anti-diet does not mean anti-health. Um, it's just, we're talking like when, myself and you guys and other dietitians, we're talking about the culture, like the, there's like a toxic culture um, when, we, when we're talking about dieting because it's a cycle. And I always keep talking about the numbers as in like how much the diet industry is worth because I don't think people realize it's an industry. It's not just like, um, you know, like this uh, mystical thing, you know? And so I want people to realize that yes, we are, bashing, essentially dieting, but we are not um, ignoring your um, feelings as far as 
it's, it's totally valid to want to lose weight um, and to get to a certain number. And I just want to make that clear because I do uh, personally, uh, whenever some people do re reach out to me as far as like counseling, they're like, well, I know you're anti-weight loss. And I'm like, that's not necessarily true. Um, so I just want to make that clear. Like I, you know, it's not that we're anti-weight loss and, you know, but it's how you go about doing it as far as you're reaching a certain number. Like, yes, you can lose weight if you um, uh, are on this path of intuitive eating and especially haze. Um, it's possible, but that's not the goal, you know, because you don't have to weigh a certain amount to be healthy. And so you're, you're valid in your feelings. So I just want people to realize that and to walk away with that <laughs> knowledge, you know, it's, it's really just about how you get there and how you decide to live your life essentially. So <laughs> I love that. That's yeah. a great, a great bomb to drop. And for mm -hmm. anyone who hasn't already, they can take your knowledge bomb and go listen to our episode with Evelyn Triboli because her entire episode was on, can you lose weight and intuitively eat? Right. So, exactly. So that's mm -hmm. like a perfect coupling, um, Thank you so much for everything that you shared today. Oh, thank you guys. This and, was so much fun. Yes. And everything <laughs> you do and continue to do to spread this message. I mean, it is impacting people of like, I mean, and clinicians like us every single day. So thank oh, you. Thank you guys. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of What the Actual Fork we know there are a lot of pods out there and we are so grateful that you are here listening with us. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, like, share with all your friends and faves and follow along with us on social at what the actual fork pod. We promise to continue to bring you the hottest topics, greatest guests, and the most fun you can possibly have while fighting diet culture bullshit. We love you. We appreciate you. And we will see you next week for a lot more fun.